We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to the CHGO Bulls Podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Be sure to use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Mm. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck with my guys here in studio, Big Dave. Bow! BAWL Sports. In your face. Will the Go Gottlieb. Perfectly quaffed. He is Will underscore Gottlieb. Join us, pound producer, Joey Spathis, a.k.a. Uncle Joey, at Joey Spathis. We are at CHO underscore Bulls. And uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Sorry we moved our start time around (laughs) a little bit today, juggling with a bunch of other shows in studio today, and then us uh, doing a pre-recorded episode for you guys for tomorrow. But here we are. We are live. 625 Chicago time. We are live. We are live. Um, Plenty to get to today. We got to talk about the interview Scotty did with our buddies Stacey King and Mark Janowski on the Give Me the Hot Sauce podcast. Yes. We have to sadly talk about the fact that this is the last time we're going to be in studio with... Young Joseph, Yay. for a while. I mean, no. uh, I'll be back. He'll be back. You're going to be back. You have, I'm not going to give you a choice other than to be back, but it's still yeah, sad. We have know. to acknowledge it. <laughs> uh, the first thing we wanted to do, however, is touch on something that happened over the weekend. Uh-huh. Not really news, just sort of rumor kind of news, uh, but it happened over the weekend, and then we were going to talk about it yesterday, and then the Vooch news happened yesterday, so we talked about that. Go back and listen to yesterday's, if you haven't already, after you listen to this one. So, this was uh, Dan Bernstein, 670 The Score, longtime sports talk host on that radio station, Chicago sports legend, um, who I was unaware until seeing this start circulating on Bulls Twitter and Chicago sports Twitter over the weekend, has started up a Bulls podcast on 670's Odyssey platform with his son. Yeah, yeah. uh, And they decided to name their podcast Organizations Win Championships. Yes, (laughs) it's hilarious. Salute to you, Dan (laughs) Bernstein. That is some funny shit. Yes. He was talking about the Bulls offseason, potential moves, potential free agent targets, and Lonzo Ball came up in that conversation. In case you missed it, here's what was said by Dan Bernstein. Quote, there's also large-scale planning issues. 
The other thing I heard is, even though publicly there has been an expression of guarded optimism regarding a future for Lonzo Ball, they don't think it's likely that he ever plays again. Mm. End quote. Dan Bernstein from the Organizations Win Championships podcast. Gentlemen, I heard this and I said to myself, duh. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah. It's just tough, though, when you put the stamp on it. Even though you know when something's coming and you know it's here, when you hear it, though, it's like, damn. You know, you know it's coming. The man's had a surgery that really hasn't been done <laughs> by uh, – NBA player. I believe one guy who had it done talked about it, and I don't think he ever played again. Festus Azili. Yeah, never played again after, after that kind of surgery happened. Now, of course, that was over time. You know, I'm sure it's improved, and people come back from Tommy John surgery nowadays, you know what I'm saying, whereas that was a death wish uh, back in the day. So, yeah, that you can say that. But still, in fact, of what he's been through to get to this point, to get this kind of surgery, is what is definitely – giving you the pause that, oh, man, he can make a full recovery and do that. Because even if he does and he has the surgery and it works, the knee heals, it's going to take him time to actually get back to being that functional basketball player. That's going to be more time. And he's just going to keep getting older and older and older. You know what I mean? Time's going to go by and by and by uh, like that for him. I want it to be the case that he comes back. I don't personally think it is because I just can't see it that way. But I'm going to hold out hope that he can and actually, you know, come back and just play. I don't think he's going to be who, if he does come back and play, I don't think he's going to be who he, we saw him uh, in that short amount of time when he was here. Even that time he was in New Orleans, I don't even think he's, he'll, he'll be that kind of player. But just hearing it and hearing somebody put a stamp on it just makes it a little more sadder. But, yes, Matt, <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is kind of what we thought it was leading towards. It's like, you know, you got to prepare for the worst but hope for the best. Correct. And – if they are not preparing as if Lonzo is not going to play again, then they're not doing their jobs right. Because Absolutely right. you're waiting around for something that's extremely unlikely and something that reportedly you already know is, gonna ha- is not going to happen. So I 100% agree. I hope Lonzo can get back. He's one of the most exciting players that we've had to watch on this team in years. Man. And um, it's awful that he's not able to play for both him for the bulls for the fans um it's also difficult to try to work around it with the money that he's got on the salary cap but you have to be thinking creatively about how you can um move forward as if lonzo's not going to be playing because the odds right now are just super low and more so more so than any other guy that they signed in that free agent, he was the biggest and most important one. Mm-hmm. Because remember that they signed him a minute after free agency opened. Tampered to get him. To the point, yeah, they got their fine and they had to give up a pick because of it. That lets you know how important he was because we had been, or at least me, I've been clamoring to get him here for years. You know, I've wanted Lonzo. I was like, I see where he fits. He was a perfect fit for the team. And just to go back and watch these highlights – and just see what he was doing on the floor, man. Defensive, turning that defense into offense all the time. Beautiful. Everybody knowing where to be simply because he's running. He didn't tell them where to go. They knew. It was all instinctual. Watching him and Caruso go out, throw alley-oops to each other was beauty. awesome. Watching uh, him and Zach Levine and Zach get just the most easy buckets he's ever gotten in his life playing with Lonzo Ball. Hitting big three-pointers that the Bulls needed throughout the game because nobody else could hit threes. I remember those games where Lonzo would go like 6-10 and it would be all threes. <laughs> and those are the only shots that he took. 
and they would win because of that. The rebounding and starting the outlet. You know what I'm saying? The alley-oops from like half court, he was throwing to people, man. The passes, the bounce passes, just there was so many highlights within that short amount of time that put the Bulls as the best team in the East. That's the stuff I think about. And then just the way he went out because it didn't look big, you mm-hmm. know, how he went out. It just looked like, oh, man, he'll be all right. And then everything that came after that. Uh, we'll see in a couple weeks. Uh, we'll see in a couple oh, more weeks. God. Oh, man. Oh, well, you know what? He's out. Remember when we kept hearing the phrase ramping up? And we yeah. were like, I oh, swear to God, if you say that. ramping up one more time. And then when I think <laughs> when I think Alonzo, man, I remember when that video came out that he put out of him run, running him on the trip. Him out. And I remember your reaction specifically. <laughs> you know, I was like, like, that dude can't move. I was like, he's done. That dude cannot move. Because you can see him limping while he's running on that. But I just remember Matt's reaction. And it was just like, no, it's over. He, it's, he can't it's, do it. It's sad. It is. Uh, as our friend Bull Troy said in the comments, let's just hope Lonzo can live a normal life. Forget, Forget basketball. basketball. Yep, absolutely um, right, bro. And, and some believing that this surgery, this last surgery, maybe maybe last, but most recent, was more about preservation of quality of life yeah. as opposed to fixing and trying to help heal a basketball knee, a professional basketball knee. Mm-hmm. Uh, our, uh, our guy Jelly saying, sadly, I think we've all been prepared for this possible Lonzo leak. And, you know, you can call it a leak, call it a rumor, call it hearsay from a Chicago Sports Talk radio host who does have some, you know, some people in his Rolodex, that's for certain. Uh, to me, I was like, you know, this is expected. Mm. Because it's, it's two of courses. Of course, the Bulls front office outwardly is using what Bernstein called guarded optimism sure. when talking about Lonzo's future and yeah. his recovery from this yet another surgery uh, that, that uh, he had in March. And there's the also, of course, that they're not going to say anything other than optimism, guarded optimism, because they're not going to come out and say, oh, yeah, this dude's career is toast. Yeah. We got to move on. Right. Because they have souls. <laughs> and maybe also trying to preserve possibly some trade value for this guy. Mm. Maybe. Mm. Although that's like, you know, then you're getting into like ethical question territory. Yeah. And like, yeah. ah, he's totally coming back. But yeah. I don't think any NBA front office no is, team is, is believing that at this point. Yeah. And then the last, of course, is, of course, he's not coming back. If you believe in historic facts and medical science, he's not coming back. Yeah. Because it hasn't been done from people who have tried this surgery and then tried to get back onto the NBA court after having had this surgery. Yeah. People in other sports at the professional level have talked about having this surgery and it not working. Yeah. So, of course, they secretly believe that his career is toast. Yeah, and... Honestly, and I feel like uh, what Will said is correct as well. They have to be thinking this way to improve their team because you can't continue to be thinking that and putting it all your, 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 your how can I put it, your basketball uh, IQ in a hope bag mm-hmm. is the best way I can say it. We hope he's going to come back. We're going to plan for it. You can't, you can't go that way. You have to be like, you have to face some reality here. Like, dude, it's not – Listen, if he, if he comes back, it's going to take this amount of time. Yeah. We've got to move forward at some point in time. You know, they've given it plenty of time, and they still hadn't figured it out until now. In this kind of surgery, knowing the time it takes to get back from that, just to get back to functioning, not basketball, just to get back to functioning. Like, like Troy said, it's about his life right now. Mm-hmm. Can he be okay? And then once they determine that, then they move on to basketball. Within that time, the Bulls have to 
move forward on on who they want at that position and making moves to get better as a basketball team, man. They can't put it on the hope. They could put that IQ in the hope bag. They can't do it. I think also as part of the preparing for him to not play, you know, they do have to try to work with him to get back sure. this year. And I, I think people are talking about disabled player exception and uh, injury ending <laughs> exception or whatever it's called. Um, they, they're, what's best for both Lonzo and the team is for him to get back. Even if it's not the same Lonzo, mm. they're going to try to do that. And then next year in the final year of his contract, if after two and a half full seasons of him not being able to play, that's when you start to look at exceptions. Yeah. Um, space opens up on the cap sheet. You're able to actually use that money without going into the luxury tax. So they should be looking at avenues to use that exception and go into the tax to sort of spend their way out of the mess that they're in. We know they're not going to do that. So it is what it is. But if that's the case, then you just got to keep working with Lonzo, even though you're confident, I guess, or not optimistic that he's going to be able to come back. Right. Right. Disgraced Yeezy owner in the comments mm -hmm. said, uh, we need to move on from Lonzo. We knew this. We need to trade for Ja expeditiously. Mm -hmm. Shout out. Great use of the word expeditiously. Mm -hmm. However, you want to swap out a point guard who never plays because he's hurt for this, a Matt. point guard coming in. <laughs> I'll do this, man. Who never plays because he's going to be suspended for half a season? Uh, yes. <laughs> I think that's the answer to that one. Absolutely. Hey, well, we all remember what half a season of Lonzo was like, right? It was great. It was wasn't, it, wasn't it amazing? It was so fun. No, you'd be sarcastic about it, but that shit was amazing. Toss the hat because he's angry. Hate my life. Oh, so that was that. We just wanted to touch on it because I know a lot of Bulls fans had been talking about it over the long weekend. Get well, Lonzo. Uh, get well, Lonzo. We hope nothing but the best for you, buddy. For real, man. We got to take our first break. When we come back, we'll dive into other things that are aggravating to hear and see as Bulls fans, and that is the greatest duo in not only Bulls history, but the history of sport of <laughs> civilization. Beefing yet again. It's really one-sided. It's really one-sided, yeah, yeah. But, man, that one side won't let it go. Scotty, talking shit on the Hot Sauce Pod. That's coming up next. While we share these words for friends and sponsors, do us a very quick and easy favor. Hit that thumbs-up button if you're watching along on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to the CSGO Sports YouTube channel. Goose Island, beer. I drink it. Got it. In it's your in here. face, in your hands, in right his, there. In this can. Oh, delicious. That full pocket Pilsner is the beer of choice up around these parts on mm. CHGO Bulls, man. That 5.2, that su supremely crisp. Uh, crisp. And, of course, I like the cat in the hat. You see what they're doing there? Anybody catch that? No? No, just me? All right. I never. No, right no. there. Yeah. I never got that. Yeah, man. That's what's going on right there. That's some awesome stuff. But this is an awesome, awesome beer. But guess what? Goose Island's so awesome. They've got plenty other options for you. They got that Goose Island IPA, y'all. Six-time medal winner at the Great American Beer Fest. The Tropical <laughs> Beer Hug, y'all. Oh, 9.9. Oh, shout out to Herb Lawrence. Chugging three of them things. The 312 Wheat L, The go-to for sure. And I just told you about the full pocket pills, y'all. So, guess what you can do? You can grab an ultra-fresh brewer-exclusive beer at the Goose Island Original Brew House on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park or from that awesome tap room on Fulton Street in West Town. Goose Island Beer Company, y'all. The true taste of Chicago. 
Delicious. Delicioso. Hey, Joe. Yes, Matt. <laughs> question. I do want to talk about the Comet Energy Efficiency Program and everything, uh, all the beautiful you know, things that it offers because it really is just committed, absolutely committed to the nth degree, you know, helping you save both money and energy or, um, you know, as on this show, we call it energy. But yeah. as I was talking about the Comet Energy Efficiency Program, it is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities that they serve. They help manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and <laughs> into the future. That's right, Joe. Yay. Comet offers a wide variety of incentives. We did it, Joe. Hooray. A wide variety of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across their vast <laughs> territory. Comet also offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities, like for HVAC systems, for commercial kitchen equipment, and industrial processes. Mm-hmm. Matt, tell me more about the industrial processes, the commercial equipment. How does this all work? Well, listen up, Joe, because this is the last time I'm going to tell you <laughs> for 10 weeks. I'll keep reminding y'all out there in Bulls Nation. Well, well, I just feel like him. I know it so well by now, I don't need as many reminders. An authorized engineer works with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. These can be done in person or virtually. Ding! And last approximately two hours. Within three to four weeks, customers receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects they can start working on right away. Each recommendation includes estimated energy savings, Cost savings, money in your pocket, project cost, potential incentives, and simple payback plans. If you own a business, one, congratulations. Two, don't wait. Get started saving money and energy today. For energy saving tips, lighting incentives, or to schedule your free facility assessment, go to comad.com slash powering biz. Hold on a second. Was that <laughs> comad.com slash powering biz? Interception of Deion Sanders. I told you I was done asking. I, I know it all by heart now. D'Angelo Hall. That's right. <laughs> I did say comment.com slash powering biz. biz. Schedule your appointment today. Mm. Pick six. I mean, to oh, the house. To the house. <laughs> was I the quarterback? House, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, you could also think of it as an assist. Mm. Mm. Yeah, mm. maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe. That's nicer. Uh, Jelly said, is baby Joey taking scoring. over with Lawrence for the next 10 weeks? <laughs> yeah. Have you talked to baby Joey about that? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Okay. He, 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 said, he asked me, what's the pay like? I don't know. He, he I don't know if it's say, enough well, for me. Well, one, he ain't working. Let me just say it like that. He ain't doing that. That ain't the lifestyle he lived. Oh. It's not how he rode. Hanging baby. out in Hotlanta? You know, he hangs uh, out. You know, if he's got to do anything, it's, it's going to involve the word heist mm. if he's got to do anything <laughs> in it. So. He's not a businessman. Yeah, yeah. He's a businessman. <laughs> Let him handle his business. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, okay, Bulls Nation. We got we got to talk Scotty Beef. Uh, uh, Scotty Beef. It's a topic we can't avoid Mm-mm. because this fan base is still so attached to the dynasty. Mm. Six and zero. Some of y'all who are too young, it's like you're cursed and you're blessed. Oh, because those of us who lived it, (laughs) we experienced greatness. So for someone who didn't live in the dynasty, this blows my mind. Every time I see Scotty open his mouth like this, I'm just I have Uh, to ask people like you or my dad or my grandpa and be like, "Can you explain to me why this is happening? Like I don't I don't understand why this continues to be a thing." Like. 
It just for somebody that really is a thing. Like for somebody in a dis that didn't grow up with that, it's just shocking. Yeah, ego, pride, mm. resentment, mm. and money. Mm. Those four things Damn I think hands. continuously tell the story mm. of how these main characters of the Bulls dynasty have interacted during and since. Mm. Um, on that note, Scotty Pippen was the guest of last week's episode of Stacey King's Give Me the Hot Sauce podcast, hosted Shout by out. him and our dear friend, Mark Janowski. Shout out. Much love always. Um, <laughs> so this is a, a little, little salute with a twist. Okay. All right. What? You never... Sorry, it just threw me off. I wasn't ready. I'm sorry. It just threw me off. Go ahead. Of Go all ahead. the things you're ready for to come out of my mouth, <laughs> or the things that I do and say, weren't ready for that. Okay. I wasn't. I so wasn't. Um, they cover a lot of ground. First thing that I found interesting, mm-hmm. uh, and we can kind of go through a few of these, sure. is a question that Mark Shinowski asked Scotty about in The Last Dance, their teammates talking about how everyone thought MJ mm-hmm. was a bully and a tyrant, no one liked him, mm-hmm. and Scotty was everyone's favorite teammate yes i remember lifted us up supported Mm -hmm. us put his arm around us when things were going well yeah encouraging words correct not discouraging words yeah um and so scotty said of all my years i played in chicago and played with michael i never saw one free agent come to the bulls and say they wanted to play there with (laughs) michael i do recall a couple of them coming there during the offseason when he retired are the two years he was away from the game. <laughs> so I say that to say this. The success of the Bulls came from the team. It didn't come from Michael Jordan. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, Scotty. Oh, that drink is awesome. So those years when nobody wanted to come <laughs> yeah. as a free agent to the Bulls. You're here. <laughs> uh, you were winning some championships. In those <laughs> yeah. And then Michael left, and then uh, all of a sudden free agents wanted to come play. Pouring in. Did they win championships those years that Michael left? <laughs> I don't think they did. Pouring in. Oh, the free agents out of the woodwork. Couldn't wait to come play in Chicago. Oh, the Ron Mercers of the world. I, I think he was here. talking about even just between 93 to 95. Dude, listen, even that time, Pete Myers. My, <laughs> Wennington. Just, oh. Harp. Killing them. Steve. They couldn't wait to be here. Rodman. Good, good players. Oh. Rodman was a Rodman trade. Rodman was a trade. Straight up. That was a trade. Was a trade. Yeah. Our buddy Will Purdue. Shout out. That's oh, right. That's right. That's yes. right. <laughs> 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 Will Purdue gets a twirly gets salute a twirly? Also. All right. Totally salute for Will. Yeah. Uh, oh, they couldn't wait. All the free, amazing free agents that showed up when they said, he's gone, finally. Oh, we don't want to play with that guy. We don't want any of that. We want to play with the team. So like, Judd Bushler. <laughs> oh, man. The killers. Who's <laughs> out here? I, and as someone who's been in and around NBA locker rooms, Will, I'm curious to get your thoughts on this. Because the, oh. the second part of that quote that we just read for you, oh. I do think Scotty has somewhat of a point. He said, the Bulls' success, it didn't come from being critical, from Michael being critical of other players. If anything, it discouraged players. No players wanted to be talked down to, belittled, made fun of. Those were all things that the doc brought out. Mm-hmm. You couldn't change how he spoke to his teammates. It was on video. You sure. couldn't change how he criticized his teammates. It was on video. Yep. So to look at his character as a player, none of that was driving us towards winning. <laughs> Do you think he has any semblance of a point there, Will? Um, 
I mean, it's hard to say what guys want or don't want when it comes to leadership in the locker room, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, you have to imagine that the Bulls built their team with guys that could handle that environment. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly guys wouldn't come there if they they couldn't handle that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that's the kind of stuff that, like, you just don't hear players talking about. They, w- they would never say anything like that to certainly me, but most reporters. I mean, you, you hear some leaks about stuff like that. Um, and I think a lot of people in Chicago sports or around Chicago sports, fans of Chicago sports, think that that is the way you need to operate. You know, I remember a lot of questions over the course of this year, people asking players like, do you guys hold each other accountable? Do you talk it out? You know, do you have the, the heat culture, Jimmy Butler calling mm. each other out thing, and then, you know, 15 seconds later, you're patting each other on the back and back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if that's what you need to be or if that's the way that all guys want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I just, it's, I guess the answer is it's hard to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it John Sally was a big pickup. Colossal. Huge. 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 Amazing. Just getting all the aging bigs from the bad boys. James Edwards. Edwards was on that second three B team. Robert as Parrish. well as Sally and Robert Parrish. <laughs> yeah, oh, and also right. Rodman. Oh my god. The gosh. Bulls were just like, hey, ancient pistons, bad boys. Oh yeah, come on. Yeah, How would you like some one year deal? Fill out the- <laughs> this roster. Outside this of Rodman. Rings. Basically sit on the bench and never play. Dude, can you see, the biggest free agent pickup that I remember was Bison Daylight. Rest in peace. Who, who came when? Uh, oh, yeah. Mid, mid-season, <laughs> mid-season, 96-97. During the time Mike and was by here. By the way, the Bulls haven't gotten any free agents since. They never get free agents. And why was that? Please tell me how that was. shadow. No, because these players, and I remember specifically players saying, because it's read and documented, Dwayne Wade specifically, the way they did Michael Jordan is the reason I did not want to come there. So, again, it's because of Mike, why these guys weren't showing up. Tracy McGrady. Kevin Garnett, Kevin Garnett, definitely. Those guys continue to say the way that Michael Jordan was done there is the reason I don't want to play there. That's what was continued to be said. So, again, more Mike stuff. Are there two people in sports that have have the same level of beef that have had this much success playing with each other? Uh, like, you know, Shaq and Kobe, Shaq and Kobe had the beef that I was still too young to fully. Shaq and Kobe had a lot of beef, but they but won they, three titles compared three. to MJ and my, my thought also goes to like the Brady Belichick split up, but there's no beef. There's there. no like, real beef there. You know, I, I mean, it it would, this is on. what it would be like if it was 20 years from now and Belichick's all of a sudden like, you know, coming yeah. out and taking major shots like that's mm-hmm. and it. That would be it would just feel weird. It's weird. Yeah, it's yeah. very they weird. Won man. Six titles like. Yeah. It's weird. Six I don't know. Oh, it, it's and, you can't even find another comparison for it. And the and the winning thing, it's like okay, enjoy the fact that you were a part of the winning, and that's kind of like what MJ was saying in some of his sum it all up monologues of the Last Dance. He was like, "Yeah, I was insane yes. about winning. I was a jerk yes. about winning, but I wanted my teammates to be enjoying the winning when it happened right. with me, with me, and that's how he knew how." He right. did the, the way that he knew how. And the way that he knew how but was clearly, to immortalize you. But clearly that bugged a lot of people. Sure. And it bugged the guy who was his right-hand man, mm-hmm. who MJ does not win six chips without Scotty. No, he Pippen. does not. And Mike would be the first to tell you. And Mike, while they were making that second three-peat happen, was signing one-year deals worth $30 million in 1990-something. <laughs> 
Max players right now are making 30-something million. Mm. MJ was making that annually in 1996, 97, 98, while Scotty was one of the most grotesquely underpaid professional athletes, not just underpaid NBA players, one of the most grotesquely underpaid professional athletes on planet freaking Earth. Mm-hmm. This is true. I like, I of like, of course, that rubbed him the wrong way. I like that answer of Dick and Buddy Ryan. That is absolutely true. They oh, were yeah. not fans of each other. Oh, yeah. At all. That and is absolutely. And happening. the Bears should have kept Buddy instead of Dick. Yes, they should. Mistake. <laughs> yes, they should. Absolutely. That's a great comparison, man. But yeah, it's insane. Like it's it's wild because I'm when when he, when these things come out, I want to see the truth, you know, in them and what you're saying. And all I keep picking out is the bullshit. Yeah. Every time I see it, I'm like, that ain't true. Like, dude, do, do, do you? I was watching this. Do you know we can see you? Like, I was watching this. I saw it. I was looking at it, man. You can't sit there and lie to me about it. I sat there and I saw it, dog. I saw all of it, bro. I've never been a part of a flopping team. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of the Warriors with KD and Draymond. Yeah. But, like, those guys are tight now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're cool. They, they would not – I don't think either of them come out like this in 20 years and talk about each other. Maybe And those do. guys Maybe. also had a lot of success. Like, it's not like they came up to – you know, you would expect that – the. Jordan and Pippen would have more love, you know, as guys that had come up and shared the same locker room for so many years. Like, it's just... And it's the thing. I've never, Draymond but never and KD heard joined the Warriors it. in the middle. Exactly. And that's, I think, the ultimate point. But, like, you know... The thing for me that's the most interesting about this is that Michael Jordan is obviously the most revered athlete yeah. probably ever. And that is true in Chicago more than anywhere else. Mm-hmm. If the fans of Chicago and the fans of Chicago sports and really just the NBA in general, are going to cape for somebody unconditionally, that person is Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so coming out and saying all this stuff about Michael mm-hmm. is not doing you any favors because people are just going <laughs> to side with Michael. I was, And it's funny. Yes, that's a great point that you're saying. And, but for me, it, it would make more sense if I could find the truth. Mm-hmm. That's what it is for me. Like if I'm like, I mean, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Mike was on that. Yeah, you're right. Yep, that's what he did. He did that shit. But this shit he's saying, I'm like, bro, no. That well, some of it just gets and, high. And like, yeah, I think Scotty is so determined to take whatever this stance is to be like, I'm not gonna let MJ and that big ego of his win. Yeah, I'm not gonna let the media narratives win. Yeah, it was about team basketball. Damn it, it was not about this one guy. Yeah. He's so determined to do that that sometimes he gets caught up in the argument he's trying to make and is just very hypocritical in all of his various arguments. Yeah. Like, one of the things, I laughed out loud at this one point. <laughs> okay. I don't know if you guys caught it. Tim. They were asking Scotty about acquiring Dennis in that trade before okay. the 95-96 season okay. with San Antonio and whether or not that was hard for Scotty and if the team had to ask Scotty to, like, Forgive Dennis and accept him and all that. Bulls fans have heard that story before. Yes. Scotty said, quote, we hadn't seen the Pistons since 1991. So, you know, all that time, time heals everything, end quote. Except this, Scotty. <laughs> Dennis Rodman beat the shit out of you. <laughs> he did. Over and over and over and over and over. I guess maybe it's the difference is Dennis tormented him physically. Mm. Michael tormented him mentally. Mm, I- but yes. time heals all wounds, Scotty. So yeah. let it heal this one. Let, let it heal. It's 2023. Let it heal, man. It's been 25 years <laughs> it's a long since time. you and Michael were celebrating your sixth championship mm-hmm. that you won together. 
Yeah. Do you not see the shirt I'm wearing today? <laughs> the hug after the flu game moment. Be friends. One of the greatest moments ever. One of the greatest moments in Chicago sports history. Ever. And it's MJ and Scotty. Yeah. I, I have a question because you guys know their personalities better. Is a friendship off the table now? For Mike, yeah. Mike, because like, Mike is like, like right, we've got a lot of comments like, Mike simply does not forgive nor forget. He'll hold the he grudge. Don't. And we know, he, we saw the last dance, he'll hold the grudge forever. But like, yeah. you think there's any hope, you know, of the hatchet now? I'm this just, is just how I'm it just is. I'm just saying, man. Charles Barkley did a thousand times less. I was just about to say. To Michael Jordan. And Jordan won't speak to him ever. And that was his best friend. They were tight, dog. And he won't talk to him only because he said he's a bad owner. And he won't speak to this man ever again. Scotty called him a horrible human being. Forget owner. He said, you're a terrible person. No, Mike, and, no, bro. And, like, not only does maybe MJ feel like, oh, whatever, Scotty. Like, great teammate. Help me win. I don't, I've, I've got plenty of friends. i got family. If MJ doesn't want to repair the relationship and Scotty is out here saying on the other side, he doesn't either. Yeah. Because that's not, Stacey King and shout out to Stacey. Maybe he's doing his best on he's his trying. platform to mend he's trying. these these broken he's bridges what I would between do. his former teammates. Yeah. Um, said and and like he had Phil Jackson on yeah. his most his second most recent episode, and clearly Scotty has said on various interviews over the last couple of years during the last and after that he he's not a big fan of Phil Jackson either. He sure did. So Stacey was like, "Are you interested? Would you be open to repairing these relationships with Michael and Scotty?" At some point down the line, as you all age and this fades even further into the past, Scotty's quote, no, I don't. <laughs> Stacy, you've been around Michael. You've been around Phil. Their egos are huge, and I don't bow down to people like that. Mm, mm, mm. Just brace your heart, man. It, uh, be, and because it's so one-sided, and that's the thing about it. It's all coming from one side. Just All accept it, the man. fact that you are one of the greatest players ever. Top 75. And happened to be a teammate with the <laughs> greatest player ever who got more fame, more money, and more attention, and more praise than you did. It's a hell of a shot. And that was the natural order yeah. of money and praise and attention and fame. Yeah. That's the thing, man. It's not like Scotty was ignored and destitute. No. It's Scotty Pippen. You were Scotty Pippen. It's Scotty freaking Pippen, dog. People worshipped you. Yes, without a doubt, man. Dude, you know, there's no athlete I know more said more in rap lyrics than Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen's name is constantly used today. Kids didn't watch you play, and everybody's still talking Scotty Pippen. It's what it is, man. Scotty is beloved. He really is for what he did on the floor, man. But to do it this way is what's wild. Because again, if I could look at it and say this is the truth about it then that's a whole different story for me. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's something else, man. But it's like if I just sat there and said, man, you know what? Goat stole all my shit, and he, and he just puts it in his article. There's no truth in this. You know, it's just me saying it. You know what I mean? It's just me talking about it. And then him not saying anything about it. And I continue to double down on it and triple down on it, on these things like this, man. I just want the, the truth with it, bro. Like if it's facts, it's facts. I'm with it. Tell me the truth. But when it's this, that's why he's sitting here looking so like, what? I don't understand. This doesn't make any sense. Mom, dad, stop fighting. I don't understand what's going on. He don't get it, man, because he can't hang his hat on what the truth is in this matter, man. So that's what's wild about it, you know? And like you said, Scotty is, listen, and you remember that season without Mike. Dude, 
94. We remember it. Loved it. Loved it, man. Point forward who ran the triangle to perfection. Perfection. They even talked about it in the last dance. Like, mm-hmm. dude, when the triangles run perfectly is when I wasn't there. That's when they actually ran it perfectly. And that led uh, to him being the see, all-star. That great season the where Scotty leads the Bulls to 50-plus wins without Michael. Yeah. And it's finally his time. There's one play where Phil. 1.8. 1.8. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? We've run this play before with Tony. Yeah. This, you know, this newcomer, uh-huh. our, our European sensation who you already hated because Jerry Krause loved him. Yeah. You already have that resentment deep seated if you're Scotty. Play drawn up for him instead of you, even though Scotty was never a big last second shot taker because teammates with MJ. He was not. He was not. And instead of just being a teammate in that moment, Scotty handled it the way he handled it. Yeah. So even the season when he was the guy. <laughs> He did not handle the moment. But, but even in that, Phil was right. <laughs> like, even in that. The play was, worked. He was right. Dude, he hit the shot. Like, even with all that, he was right, bro. Like, yeah. And I mean, your, your thing about just like, I, I can understand frustration, but if it's based in truth. Yes. And so much of the stuff it. from Scotty is just not. His, his thoughts about LeBron and Michael, which he continued on in this interview mm. with Stacey and Mark, I... I don't even want to dive that deeply into it because it's insane. But he was basically trying to say that LeBron, greatest winner ever, MJ, greatest scorer ever. He can't be a greatest. And then even walked back MJ, greatest scorer ever, and said, actually, no, it's probably Kareem. <laughs> Scotty, what are you talking about? It's just hate going on right talking? now, bro. And but he flip-flopped on that a lot. You know what I'm saying? LeBron is probably one of the greatest winners to ever play the game. And then right on the heels of saying that, say MJ, yeah, just greatest scorer. 6-0 in the finals? LeBron, not so, and he even acknowledged that. He was like, oh, well, LeBron, he wins. He wins, he wins, he wins. Mm-hmm. Not championships, but he wins. It's like, what? what are you, the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Who are you talking to? <laughs> Who are you talking to? <laughs> oh, just, it's oh, just it's wild, so frustrating, man. Man. It's wild to see, and, and it's wild to hear, and it feels different, because guys like, like Will and Joey, like, it doesn't feel the same. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I sat there, and I went through that. You know what I'm saying? With them, and watching them do these things so to sit there and hear scotty with this it's like dude what the hell and even in the chance that they might get a chance to talk and redeem in live at the top 75 scotty didn't show up you know what i mean he took his he's like no i'm not coming not showing up and i don't like shit like that you yeah. know like when you're the dude causing all the commotion and you don't want to stand on it i got a problem with that you know what i'm saying like if that's what it felt like now i could be wrong maybe he just couldn't make it that day or whatever i'm just talking about optically that's just what it looked like to me. Like, he didn't want to do it that way, man. And it just makes it sad. And then the book comes out that he wants to sell right after that when, when he starts all this. You know, his liquor, you know, that he comes out. All that was just like 80,000 proof. <laughs> it's like a lot. Uh, what's it? I forget what it's called. It starts with digits? D. Digits, yes. Digits. Shout out the digits, man. But it's just wild to see, man. And just seeing those two guys who've had those kind of moments – Will, like, those kind of, like, epic moments in basketball basketball lore, like, what T-shirts are made about. You know what I mean? To see it like this is just, it's, it's wild, man. Yeah, and those are the moments that are supposed to bring you closer together. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's why. Those foxhole moments, right? That's why it's confusing. Yeah, very confusing, bro. Very confusing. Uh, all right, we, we got to take our second break here. When we come back, wrap up, there's one last Crazy pants morsel we saved for last, as far Ooh. as things Scotty had to say. Not the crazy interview. pants morsel. Uh, and then it's we'll wrap up um, with some other fun stuff. Once again, While we're doing that, hit that thumbs up. <laughs> 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 and make sure you subscribe to CHGO Sports YouTube channel. Big Dave. Oh, 
So, got a text. Baby Joey hit me up. Always. Uh, he told me he's in Denver right oh, now. No kidding. That's where he said he's at. And I told him I thought he was going to, uh, you know, be with Uncle Joey out there. And he said, I'm going to show up, but I just ain't about to tell him. You know what I mean? He don't like telling people his moves and stuff like that. I'm sure, like, sure, you know, yeah. I understand, man. Yeah, you know? So he got things he want to do, you know, playing out there. But he's in Denver right now. Um, I asked him what locker room he's in. He said, yes. <laughs> All right. You know what I mean? Like, this is how I roll, man. And I was like, well, you know, is it sunny out there? And then he said, yeah, that's right. I don't understand. I don't get it. Never understood. They never understood. And then he put his glasses on. And then he walked away, even though it was a text message. But that's what he did. Because he's baby Joey, damn it. And he's special. And he don't understand. He never understood. Why? Those glasses got to cost so much money. Oh, why can't you wear them premium polarized shades at an affordable price? You know going to do that for you? Shady Rays. Independent sunglasses company. World-class product. Just as good as any expensive pair you have ever put on your precious face. The durable frames, the extremely clear optics for your outdoor, and as this man is about to prove in three seconds, two, one, indoor adventures. And that's not all. Shady Rays, that most insane protection program in all of eyewear. It's called the Matt Peck Lost and Broken Replacements Plan. Oh, that's his third one of the day, ladies and gentlemen. Believe that. And just, (laughs) it's the off season. (laughs) Just in case he's got his glasses on that hat, they would break, snap, in half. He can send them right back in to Shady Rays. They would send him a brand new spanking pair. No questions asked. But let's say you got on a pair on your face because you saw Goat Maverick with one on, and you was like, I can look that cool. And then you immediately realize you cannot because that is the Goat Maverick, and you can't roll with that. The quaffness, all of this. The gams, couldn't do it, but you tried. Good effort. But get your own style. Send it back to Shady Rays in 30 days. You can get yourself a brand new pair of the style of your choice. No risk when you shop. And their team always has your back. So, exclusively for our listeners out there, Shady Rays giving with their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the promo code CHGO. Get yourself 50% off of two-plus pairs of premium Polarize shades. Try these off. The shades are rated five stars by over two hundred and fifty thousand people. Cause shady rays, or the rays, ladies and gentlemen, are oh so shady. Today's show also brought to you by our friends at Willie Go Golly. What time is it? Oh, uh, that would be game time. Hoot! <laughs> <laughs> right, you are, sir. Game time. The ticketing app that made your life so much easier. Or, if you haven't tried it yet, it's about to. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, our uh, social media crew that caught the Sox game and the Cubs game today? Uh-huh. Where do they get their tickets, you think? Game time who? Game time who? Mm-hmm. Duh! <laughs> Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets. Start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Like all the Swifties in town for the three-day event at Soldier Field. You love this, don't you, man? So glad that we are fleeing to Denver this weekend. (laughs) Have a nice time, Swifties. Leave, Please leave our city intact. (laughs) Um, Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Mm. Exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. And that that Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. Mm. If you buy tickets in the same section... 
<coughs> and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of that difference. 110% of that difference. That's a lot. A lot of percent. That's what they doing for you. Incredible. Hooking you up. <laughs> so here's what you do. Download the game time app, create an account, use code CHGO for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code CHGO for $20 off. Download mm-hmm. game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Because Joey's bath is what time is it? Game time. Whoop. <coughs> game time. Whoop, whoop. All right. Real quick. <laughs> last, last, last Scotty quote. Yes. Um, he was talking about still comparing all the this greatest version of player, that greatest version of player. Uh-huh. Talking about Michael. Okay. I seen Michael Jordan play before I came to play with the Bulls. Mm-hmm. You guys seen him play. Yeah, I did. He was a horrible player. He was horrible to play with. <laughs> he was all one-on-one. <laughs> He's shooting bad shots. All of a sudden, we become a team, and we start winning. Everybody forgot who he was <laughs> Scotty Scotty Oh my gosh Horrible man. player Okay Woo. Played a lot of one on one Sure You would too <laughs> If your teammates Were Michael's teammates right. In the mid 80s <laughs> Like George Gervin When he was like Year 25 oh, A horrible player <laughs> Scotty um, 82 starts As a rookie 38 Brad minutes per Sellers. game 28.2 points per game Mm-hmm. On 51.5% shooting from the field as a guard. guard. 6.5 boards, 5.9 assists, 2.4 steals. Rookie of the year, all-star, all-NBA second team, sixth in MVP voting, first in total points scored in the league. Rookie year. Don't think he understands. Like, (laughs) it's insane to me to see it like this, man. Because I I know Mike as a a guy who definitely one-on-one, definitely, for sure. Post-up master. But God damn it, if Mike, if he had them points, he was going to have six assists. Like, that's just what's going to happen, dog. That's how he rolled. Go look at the stats. That's just really – I remember the year he played point guard. I believe it was – if that the year he was like 37, 8, and 8? Yep. You know what I'm saying? Something like, like insane numbers, all right? Still scoring, but then that. 11 – what was that 11-game streak where he had 40-point triple-double? Like – that, what, what are we talking about? Who are you talking to? <laughs> like, dude, that's insane. This, this is the stuff I'm talking about, though. We're like, there's no truth in that. You A horrible player? Like, yeah. horrible players don't go to the Hall of Fame. Like, let's just make it that simple. You know what I mean? Horrible players don't do that. Horrible players don't get trophies named after them. You know what I mean? Like, horrible players don't get statues outside of stadiums. Like, this, it's just that stuff. They don't get their number retired twice. They don't get their number retired by a team they never played for. This is not what happens. And this is where I get lost at. This is where it loses me at, dog. Be critical of him. You don't like him. You ain't feeling him. All of that stuff. Not a team player. Too much one. All of that is great. I feel that. Those, I can see the facts in those things. But he was horrible. <laughs> Nobody wanted to play with this dude. He couldn't do nothing out there on the floor. Word? <laughs> That's what we doing out here? Don't want to pull up them stats from Scotty in the playoffs is what I'm saying. Or yeah. early on. You don't want to do that. Or even later on. Zach in the comments makes a good point, too. Okay. Again, about Pip and his hypocrisy when he's trying to make some of these arguments. The Pip-pocrisy. Uh, saying he says Jordan wasn't a team player. Then he gets upset when Jordan leaves, and it's not all about him. Like Remember we were this? talking about, the 1.8. Remember this? Yeah. Remember Scotty wearing the shoes? Saying, come on back? What was that? You don't do that to horrible players. <laughs> I don't wear the I'm, shoes of horrible basketball players. Tell them to come back and please play. 
Oh my gosh. 86-87 after the the broken foot season. 82 starts, 40 minutes a game, 37 points per game on 48% shooting, 5.2, 4.6, 2.9 steals. Jesus. All-star, All-NBA first team, second in MVP voting, first in total points scored, and first in points per game. <laughs> Horrible player. Dude, the advanced numbers back up how great this dude was. Like, seriously, all of that stuff backs Horrible up play. all of And then the, Scotty's rookie year, when he comes in and plays 20 minutes a game or so off the bench and is not making an immediate huge impact was not. and still calling MJ a horrible player when he arrived, yeah. which would be his rookie year. Yeah. Scotty's rookie year, 87-88. MJ still does all of that shit offensively. <laughs> also leads the league in steals, mm-hmm. total and per game, mm-hmm. gets his first all-defensive first-team selection, yeah. and wins the goddamn MVP <laughs> award. But yeah, he was a horrible player when Scotty showed up. Dude, and, and even beyond that stuff, like let's take it to that last season of that last championship. In that all season, <laughs> when Scotty Pippen on my shady rays for real, Jeez. when Scotty Pippen could have easily gotten some surgery done to be ready for the season, Scotty didn't do that. And what was Scotty's reasoning? Why he didn't want to do that, Will? I believe he did not want to fuck his summer up. Did not want to fuck the summer up is what he said. The man actively campaigned with something I haven't seen before since. Actively campaigned during games where they're talking on sidelines saying he wants to be traded. I'd never seen that before. Talking to Jim Gray about, yeah, I want to be traded. I think it's time for me to go. I don't want to be here no more. This is constantly actively in the media saying this shit. So, again, I've never heard Mike do this stuff. I never saw Mike do any of this shit. It was everything was about the team doing it like that. But when it became that time and Scotty was angry, and he had that opportunity. He took it that other way. I'm going to be about me on this stuff right here. And it came off as very selfish. You know what I mean? But we never, ever threw him out because we love Scotty. We were like, no, nah, it's cool. We rolling with you, Scotty. Come on back, man. We got nothing but love for you like that. So to do all that and then to hear him say these things, it just throws everything kind of off of me, man. It just doesn't make sense. And you talk about the hypocrisy part. Like, if what he is – Criticizing Michael and Phil for is their ego, and then having moments like this, it's like he threw a chair. <laughs> Robin Lopez threw a chair. Yeah, he did. Robin Lopez did throw a chair. But, but the one point eight will let you know about the ego. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That tells you everything right there. And it's still like, nah, I, I think I did the right thing. Still. So for me, it's just like I don't understand why this is happening. Yes. Whether there's truth in it or not, and there's not. I just don't understand what he has to gain out of doing this. Is it attention? Is it trying to like rewrite history? Is he trying to like drag Michael down for who knows what reason? I just, I don't really understand why he's going off like this. Yeah. It doesn't make sense, man. Like there's nothing logically I point to. And this is even before, cause a lot of people were saying it's, it's about his son and dating uh, his ex-wife. This was before that he was doing this stuff. This before that even was a thing. That's just added to that, you know? He was on Dan Patrick's show doing these things when the book was coming out, man. This was new. Remember, we were on Locked on Bulls having these discussions. Yep. You know what I'm saying about this, man? So and Some of those things that he was saying in his interview with Dan Patrick where he was like, Colin Phil Jackson a racist <laughs> and all that. And we were all, uh, maybe not all, maybe some people were like, yeah, he's got a point and maybe had experiences uh, to back that, that claim up. Mm-hmm. Some of us were like, what? Did he just call <laughs> Phil Jackson racist because he didn't draw up a play for him to take the last shot? Yes. 
And then, I don't know, you heard some of the things that Phyllis said recently about <laughs> like, the bubble and right, like the Black yeah. Lives Matter part right. of the bubble. And, and the posse. And with, like, LeBron. Maybe, maybe Scotty wasn't all the way wrong on yeah, that one. Maybe he might have a point. But maybe. the reason why he said he was racist is what we were like. I don't know about that, Scotty. He just told you to sit out the game. That don't make it racist, bro. Made him right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird and it's mostly disappointing. I see people in the comments now starting to talk about the whole Larsa Pippen and Marcus thing, and you know that's a whole other a branch of this beast. tree. But yeah. it's certainly probably somewhat to do the same with animal. all of this resentment that Scotty's holding. Yeah, I was just telling you guys. I saw in that column, Talender wrote about it in the Sun Times, a detail I had not yet heard. In some interview, Larsa Pippen said, "If she happens to marry Marcus Jordan." Mm -hmm. She would take his name and change her name to Larsa Jordan. Dude, that's cold blood. Ouch. Cold bloody. Ouch. That's don't, tough. Don't blame Scotty for that one. That's tough, man. Keep that's it civil. Tough. Always keep it civil, guys, in the comments. Um, all right. Last thing we wanted to get to today uh, is acknowledging something wonderful, but also a little bit sad. Uh, this is the last time that we will be with our pound producer, Joey Spathis, live in studio for 10 weeks because Joey has a really cool opportunity uh, on a different gig, not talking about sports and producing shows talking about sports and making okay. awesome graphics about sports, which is what Joey does here for us and with us every day at CHO. He does. That's why we love and appreciate him. Mm -hmm. Joey, tell the people a little bit about what you're going to be doing this summer because yeah. it's really something that means a no, lot I to you. No, I appreciate it. I, I honestly didn't, you know, it's not about me, so there's a, I didn't want to bring it up because the show is about the Bulls. It's about all you guys, but... But we I, have the Joeys in the comments. Who I, love uh, I, wanted, I, I want you guys to know it's not something I sought out or anything. There's nothing I love more than this job and this community. Not, and I'm me. actually getting emotional. <laughs> like, I'm just so lucky to have been accepted by these guys on the set and allowed to have been such a part of the show. But also so lucky to have, you know, all of you guys in the chat that have supported me and tuned in and just liked my banter and whatever. And it's... You guys, I can't even tell you how cool it is for me as somebody who has zero background in any of this type of stuff. So knowing that there's people out there that are like, in air quotes here, fans of mine or, you know, like the work that I'm doing, it just means a ton. But I, I have an opportunity to go and work at a summer camp this summer that I've been involved with for a long time. And it's honestly, um, it's one of my biggest passions, like working with kids and just giving back in that aspect. So it's something that I'm really excited about and it'll be a great, personal opportunity of growth for me and it's just something that I you know I'm I'm really really looking forward to I'm gonna miss everybody here I'm gonna miss all you guys in the chat but I can't wait to be back I'm gonna be back full-time right when the summer's over killing it again and you know it was a hard decision because I just I love these guys I love all you guys so much so from the bottom of my heart I just can't tell you guys how much I love and appreciate you guys in the chat, and especially you guys in the chairs. So, y'all are the best. Uh, I hope you have so much fun at camp, man. And uh, y'all out there in Bulls Innovation might not know this, but it's also Joey's birthday in two days. Joey's birthday! Joey's it's his birthday. How'd you know that He's one? celebrating. Joey B Day! Finally, his 21st. He's hey. becoming a man. I don't know. I think it's maybe like more like 24th. Is that right? <laughs> 24th, my co-beer. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and you're going off Same to camp. Thing. So, Joey, we felt like uh, it would be appropriate, with it being your birthday in a couple of days, but our last show together for a while, and you going off to camp, to get you some camp necessities. So, hold on. Wow. Got your stuff, Joey. Joey wow. got stuff. I That's can't believe this. Joey, now, keep in mind, this was Joey's plan. Stop. These <laughs> Stop. <laughs> You're going to turn the camera back on you? Stop. <laughs> Joey, you're going to need to put the selfie camera on so the I'll people can see. He'll come out here. I'm bringing it Joey will come out on the camera right here. Walk around so the people can see the gams. 
I mean, on Young's path, we couldn't send Uncle Joey off to camp without proper supplies. Oh yeah, and birthday it. love. Well, everywhere you look, man. <laughs> everywhere you look. All right. Am I on the camera? There, there, there you are. There's Uncle Joey. Some like balls that we can use in the lake. Water play balls. Love that. Squoosh balls. We're a lake camp, not a pool camp. Jet Puff Marshmallows, my favorite brand mm-hmm. by far. Um, then we got the rest of the s'more materials. I, he's going to camp. Graham crackers. S'more got, materials, absolutely necessary. Too much in here. Not I'm not bringing that. Not That's bringing for when that. the kids That's drive you crazy, Joe. <laughs> Foam earplugs, poppets. You guys are bug spray. You I need mean, bug spray. There's an emergency Hershey's. first aid kit in there as well. And a card. There's a Should card. Should I read it now? Sure. Should I read it? I'll read it later. You can it's, read it it's later. It's too much. It's, guys, it's too I can't even tell you guys. I'm holding in, like, not even the people in the chat. These guys are more than coworkers to me. They're just, they're awesome. Come on, Joe. And, you know. Come on, Joe. I'm really lucky. Come on, Joe. Um, Come on, Joe. Just Come lucky on, to Joe. have you guys. Come on, man. Come on, man. Ah, young Spaffitz, ladies and gentlemen. That's who he is and that's who he be. And we love Uncle Joey here at THGO. It's our guy right there. It's our guy. It's Uncle Joey, man. That's Joey, Joey Perry, whatever you want to call this man, um, he makes us look good every day, truly. And not just us, whether it's THGO Cubs or any of the other shows that he works on, along with being our ride-or-die guy at THGO Bulls, making this show what it is. And as you people in the comments understand, not just his work as a producer and someone who makes killer graphics for us to make our show what it is and look like what it is and sound like what it is, his personality and who he is as a Chicago sports fan is a part of our show too. And you all know that. Um, And we we appreciate the fact that you guys acknowledge that and want Joey to be a part of the show because he's a part of this family. And we're going to miss him a lot while he's gone. We will. We will miss Joey, but he will return. He will return. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not goodbye. This is see you later because he will be back. So please that's understand facts. that. And that's if the, he's that's not, the most I'm going to find no, that's the most that camp, no. and I'm going to hunt his ass that down. Was the most, I'll be back August 15th. We're going to hit the ground running. I'll be back for the big shows, the free agent shows, the trade, the, the draft shows, and yes. we'll be back like I never left. And, I mean, I, you guys are all the, just the best. Thank you from the bottom of my heart to just have welcomed me into this. I, I'll miss you all, and I just can't wait to be back. All love to you, Have Joey. fun. Be safe. Camp director extraordinaire. Extraordinaire. Uh, our guy Jelly said those kids are so lucky to have Counselor Joey. This is true. Out with them. That, that's damn true. Counselor Joey is in it effect. Too, is it too late to enroll? Can I be a camper? <laughs> we'll discuss. We'll discuss off the Do not let Matt around <laughs> children <laughs> with these ideas. We can't lose both of you guys. <laughs> yes, we can't do. No. Me and Dave would be off the rails. Oh, my God. That's just me. Will is most struggle. I would be way off the rails with this. Uh, but it'd be entertaining. It'd be I promise you that. It'd be entertaining. <laughs> so, Joey uh, will still be doing occasional behind-the-scenes work for us here at CHO this summer. But this is our last show with him in the studio until uh, the back end of summer. Um, shout out to everybody who's showing Joey that love in the comments. We, uh, we appreciate y'all always. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we will... Have a pre-taped show for you guys tomorrow, Thursday. Doing some more AMAs, got stuff you guys sent us on Twitter. Will and Marquet will have a HQ for you guys on Friday. Yes. Uh, we're going to go hang out in Denver, watch the movie finals. Yes. And then we'll be back next week. Yes. Uh, for Joey, pal, and producer, birthday boy, mm. camp director, uh, 
Will the go Gottlieb. Will underscore Gottlieb. Big Dave. Bow! BAWL Sports on Bulls underscore Peck. We are CHO underscore Bulls. Appreciate y'all, Bulls Nation, for tuning in. As always, hit the thumbs up. Make some bets on those NBA finals on the DraftKings Sportsbook app with promo code CHGO. And we'll talk to you soon. Joey Camps. <laughs> See you, <right>, be good. <laughs> Peace Joey. out, y'all. Peace.